0: Hey everyone, welcome to episode 102 of the Powerhouse Podcast. I am really excited about this episode because I actually had a pretty tough week last week and you know it's June, it's crazy season, we have a bajillion clients or what seemed like a bajillion clients competing within like a six week period and that gets really stressful. We're scaling the company, we're coming out with like 10 to 15 new products and you know what? I'm not a perfect person. It is hard to grow a multi-six figure business and do it with integrity and do it where you're like, how in the world can I serve my clients the absolute best and get them results and scale and try and empower new leaders and, you know, all these different things. So I wanted to talk today about how to handle change and dealing with roller coaster emotions. Um, You know, sometimes it's just because we're PMSing, sometimes we don't even have a reason. Sometimes a tumultuous thing happens or somebody breaks up with you or Something crazy and your emotions just get the best of you so I want to talk about how you can navigate that how you can get over that and work through that and I think it's really going to bless you so here's episode 102. Well, hello everybody and welcome to this episode of how how to deal with crazy roller coaster emotions. I think that especially as women, we all deal with this and this week I had a particularly interesting week with a bajillion people competing and like I said in the intro, you know just some some female normal problems where your emotions are all over the place. And I really wanted to talk about that and be transparent about that, because I think it's so easy, especially in the pageant world, to pretend like everything is fine all the time. And sometimes it's not completely fine all the time. And I want to be real about that. So I hope that this can be a blessing to you today. And um, I was just kind of in my God time this morning and in my reflection time um, trying to be practice gratitude more often and be extremely gracious for what god's given me and every time i want to be upset or anxious really just trying to center myself around what i do have and center myself around um the fact that i could have a lot different problems than the problems that i have and they could be a heck of a lot worse and to just be really grateful for that So um, I've written a couple things down, this will be a short episode, but I I don't know if we've quite talked about this before, specifically in this manner, so I'm really excited, and then I have a couple um, specific quotes I want to share with you guys at the end that I know is going to be a massive blessing to you guys. Okay, so like I said, this week was not the best. This was kind of a crazy week, and there were a few times when (laughs) the people in my community, I had to be like, hey... Um I'm just having a rough day. I just need to be heard right now. And I teach my girls in the inner circle a lot that learning to communicate is not always just about the things that we think it's about, but oftentimes sometimes it's really becoming a good enough communicator where you even know, you know, you're more quickly identifying and assessing like what what are my needs? Like what do I need? And a lot of that is emotional intelligence because it's not just like being an intelligent communicator, um, but being able to be in tune with the internal world, I think makes you a better communicator overall. And so let's see what day is today. Today's Saturday. So Wednesday, Wednesday, Thursday, you know, I was, uh, you had the pageant hangover after Miss Nebraska this week, lots of emotions, the turning of a season for my sister and for myself too, you know, lots of clients competing and after that, you're just exhausted from traveling and from the emotions and blah, blah, blah. Even if the really great things happened in all of our states, which they did, it's it's emotional and it's crazy. And so I always talk about, I think I just talked about this actually a couple of weeks ago, where like after that pageant high, you can kind of expect a low. Um, but uh, if you put PMSing on top of that... And just being honest, like just the, the female, everything, you know, um, your estrogen's low and hormonally, you're just like, oh gosh, like I don't want to work out. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do anything. I just want to sleep. And I really had to learn one word this week and that was grace. And as a fast burner, as somebody who likes to light the candle at both ends, grace is not something that I've always been able to conceptualize like ever in my life because while I know that God is loving and while I know that God believes in me and that, you know, he's there for me, being able to operate and give myself grace is one of the hardest things in the world. And to the point of where like just thinking about it and doing like 10 minutes of reflection this morning truly made me cry. Like it really did. And I hope it makes you cry too, because I believe that crying is sometimes the the release that, our body is telling us like, wow, I've been holding on to this stress for a long time. And one of my favorite scriptures is in Philippians where it talks about to cast aside, um, basically every weight on him. It's in Philippians four. And then it says, think on these things that are pure and good and lovely and have a good report, which is gratitude, you know? And I love when scripture lines up with the things that we know practically, which it always does, by the way. Um, but I, I don't think we always think of it that way, but it says it says to think of those things that are pure, lovely, good report, gracious, you know, kindness, all these different things, the fruits of the Spirit. And how often, I had this this recollection this week, I was like, wow, how often am I, when I'm feeling crappy, when I'm feeling low, when I'm feeling low energy, uh, when my hormones are screaming at me for needing more estrogen, which is like the power source of the female body, um, what are what are my thoughts looking like? And I got to thinking, and I was like, wow. I get really hypercritical of myself um, for and I've talked about this very much on the podcast. It's not really like you're a terrible person for me. It's you aren't working hard enough. You need to do more. You need to have perfect results. Every single one of your clients needs to win all the time always or else you're a failure. Because I take my job so seriously as a mentor and as a coach. Um, obviously, it's statistically impossible for every single one of my clients to win. But in my brain, it's not. <laughs> and I'm like, no, we're going to find a way. And I don't care. They're going to crown five Miss Iowas this year, you know, or whatever. And and obviously, that's not possible. So in, in a sense, that mindset is setting me up for failure. Um, but I really just realized even this morning... Um, something happened where a client that I was this close to coaching and then just our schedules didn't line up, um, ended up winning yesterday. And I'm so happy for her. And I, I saw something in her, which is why I wanted to coach her. And she asked for my help and all these different things. Um, but, and then she won and I didn't end up coaching her. And I'm like, oh gosh, from a coaching standpoint, I'm like, shoot, we missed out on another state winner. Right. And I started condemning myself and immediately I was like, oh my gosh, like Megan, you're, you know, your systems aren't good enough and you should have followed up with her one more time. And what if, what if, what if, what if, what if, like you're a failure? And that's what it started to feel like you know, not to mention that she might not even thinking about like, she probably wants to work with us for nationals and like, Hey, you literally can't be perfect 24 seven. And Megan, it doesn't mean that you didn't give it a hundred percent effort. Like you're dealing with so many different things and your company is scaling. Like some things are going to fall through the cracks every once in a while. Like it's not a big deal to me. I, I have so much like just like fire for wanting to help people. That it really bothered me, so that actually sent me into a, a or sent me into a tailspin for like three minutes, which is a long time for me because I have a seven wing and I like to be optimistic and happy twenty four seven. And so I just felt the Holy Spirit leading me to come sit down here in my office and um, just to start writing, which is how I process. It's like therapy for me. I love writing. And so I did, and um, and I want to share this a little bit with you guys, and then I want to give you three points today with dealing with roller coaster emotions that I think are really gonna help you, and and just make you feel like a human, which you are, and you're not a robot, even though I think that I'm a robot who needs to be perfect sometimes. So, um, what I've started doing is I, st- I like to write out prayers, I like to write out um, my feelings, and I I like to write out, you know, you guys all know that I'm a Christian, um. But writing out your feelings forces you to acknowledge and process them. Um, And so I'm going to tell you what I did and I'm going to tell you the structure of how I did it and how I think this can be really beneficial for you. So I wrote down and I said, good morning, Jesus. It's, you know, nine o'clock when I'm writing this. and I said, I need to feel your peace and love right now. I'm down on myself because there was a client I could have followed up with better and now she won and she's not ours. I feel like I betrayed myself um, and I feel really down. And now here's the transition point. So what I've learned to start doing is I say, but what do you say? What do you say about me? Because Jesus is never going to speak in condemnation or criticism. He will give you correction, but the nature of God is love. And so God can't ever go against his nature. And a lot, something, you know, I've been talking about this with a friend of mine a lot this past month where it kind of hit me. And I realized that there are some absolutes in life, which is, I mean, I'm a very black and white person. So that's good. I'm like, yes, absolutes, we like it. And there's a, there's a lot that you can lean on when there are absolutes. And I was like, wow, God is, God is love. I've read that scripture a billion times. I know that he loves me, but God is love. And so is it loving to yell at someone? Is it loving to criticize their character and the very nature of who they are? Is it loving to like tell somebody that they're not perfect and worthless is it loving to not give someone grace for their human mistakes because they're human and it just kind of clicked in me and I was like oh my gosh guess who is the accuser of the brethren it says that Satan is the accuser of the brethren hmm so if I'm feeling a- accused at all it's from Satan it's not from God and now that I know that it's not from God I don't have to accept it. In fact, it's my duty as a Christian to reject it. Because Second Corinthians says to cast down every single thought that tries to exalt itself above the knowledge of the word. Casting down imaginations and vain arguments that try and exalt itself above the knowledge of the word. So if God is love and love is and God is the word, that means love is the word. That means God is everything you know, it's like a triangle. And anything that is not loving is not God. Hmm. He can still correct me, but it'll be a graciousness which the root word of that is grace, right? Grace. God gives me grace when he corrects me. Whew. And that just hit me like a ton of bricks today. And I was like, wow. So I said, what do you say? And I started calling out to God because Jesus will always, will always talk to you. He always will. You have the Holy Spirit. And if you don't yet, then just accept him now and just say, Holy Spirit, Jesus, I receive you. I thank you for dying on my cross dying on the cross for my sins so that I could live an eternal life. I accept you as my Lord and Savior, and I thank you for renewing me and giving me new life. I believe that you died on the cross rose again, and I, I believe and receive you as my Savior. Boom. You're going to heaven. That easy. Great. So I said, Jesus, what do you say? And he started to talk to me, and he said, I love you. I'm proud of you. You've been working your butt off, and yes, that happened, but not out of not your 100% effort. And then, this, made me, this is what made me cry, and I heard, my grace is sufficient for you. My grace and power is made perfect in your weakness. And that is a scripture that I'll read you guys in a, in a little bit. And so, I, that's where I landed on this topic of grace, and I was like, Megan, you are not giving yourself any wiggle room at all. Like, 100 million jillion percent you are a perfectionist when it comes to your integrity. And I, you know, and I I think to give you guys some context, like that's something that when I've had conflict in my life with human beings, um, something that's been brought up a lot. I I mean, maybe not a lot. Maybe it's just a lot in my brain, but people have criticized that part of me. And I think when someone criticizes your integrity, like, first of all, it's a really rude person, but like That's one of the meanest things you can ever do, I think, is tell somebody like, hey, you're not a person of integrity. Maybe that's just me, but that's one of the lowest blows that you could ever accuse me of because I know that it's not true. And I know that that's one of the things that I hold the most sacred, like keeping my word, you know? And so I think that when, because that's kind of my thing that hurts me the most, the devil's gonna try and use that. And so that's why grace, which is the opposite of that, which is God giving you grace for when, yeah, maybe you weren't operating, whatever, you know, for like a moment, like you slipped up. Um, In my brain, I'm like, oh my gosh, I let my guard down and see this is what happens. I got to be on it all the time. I always got to be on. I always got to be like work, 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 work. But the Bible actually says that faith is a rest and that it says without faith, it's impossible to please him. So my choices are get out of rest, which you can be working your butt off and be in rest at the same time and peace, because Jesus is the Prince of Peace. I'm like, okay, so I can either choose to strive, which brings on the accuser of the brethren, which makes me self-critical, if I'm being judgmental, which we talked about two podcasts ago, all these things together, and I can take the weight on my shoulders, as opposed to casting aside every weight that tries to exalt itself, you know, and put it back on Jesus's shoulders, like it says in Philippians 4, so I can either take the weight on, criticize myself, allow the accuser or the brethren to come on me, not give myself grace, and then also think that God is criticizing me because I wasn't perfect for two seconds. Or I can just cast my cares on him because he cares for me. And his grace is sufficient for me. And his grace and power is made perfect in my weakness. Hmm. So... When I'm weak, that gives me the ability to like lean on God. And it says that he'll be strong. When I'm weak, he is strong. When I'm weak, I'm strong because he's strong. Hmm. That really put things in perspective for me. So I want to give you guys three keys, and then we're going to end with some scripture that's really going to beef up your ability to give yourself grace. So, dealing with roller coaster emotions, this is what I did. Number 1, you got to acknowledge it. So you gotta be emotionally intelligent enough to be like, mm, I'm in a crappy mood and this sucks. And I am bleeding on everyone around me that didn't cut me. So you gotta acknowledge it. You gotta acknowledge the fact that you're in a crappy mood. You gotta acknowledge the fact that you are not fun to be around and that you're dealing with something, that you're carrying something, okay? So I have my hands out right now. If you're just listening to the audio, I have my hands out and I'm carrying something. I'm carrying my burdens. So I gotta acknowledge it. I have this crappy burden that I'm self-critical of or allowing the accused of their brethren. Okay, I'm holding it. So I acknowledge that I'm holding it. First thing that I do. And then there are three parts to getting to step two of choosing to cast this off. Okay. So after I've acknowledged it, I got to this is what I did. I said, okay, what season am I in right now? Well, I am PMSing. What happens when I PMS? Uh, my emotions. I want to cry all the time. I think that I'm the worst person in the world I have zero energy zero estrogen I don't want to work out I don't want to do anything and I'm in a really pissy mood okay I'm acknowledging the season now I'm acknowledging the what well what happened what triggered me what in my past life experience made this such a big deal what was the moment where my emotions started to go haywire that's number two and then number three why why did that happen why did that create that emotion why do i think that i feel i'm feeling so unstable right now why am i criticizing myself why am i carrying this burden okay so that those are the three parts of acknowledging the season the what and the why then we move on to number two so now that we know kind of like what and why we're dealing with something then you move on to and i would write it out i would uh, then then you can move on to what does god say and there are three parts of this so you ask him you think and you hear, and then you write it down, so that's when I said, you know, God was talking to me about grace, and he's like, I love you, I'm proud of you, you've been working your butt off, God's always going to reaffirm you, in the things that were broken, and then you got to choose gratitude, and you got to choose to give it to him, that's number three, give it to him, and gratitude, so God, I thank you that you say that you love me, and that you're proud of me, I reject the premise that I have to have everything perfect all the time, I reject and renounce the premise that Your grace isn't sufficient for when I feel weak. Because when I'm weak, I can be strong. And I thank you for that. I thank you, God, that I don't have to be perfect 24 7. And I thank you that you tell me to cast aside every weight on your shoulders and that you're so big enough to carry this and that you were created to carry this. And I wasn't. And that's why I'm feeling so crushed right now because you told me to freaking give it to you. And I'm not. And I haven't been. So, right now, I thank you, gratitude. I thank you that I give this to you. And I thank you that you love me. And I thank you that you're proud of me. And I thank you that your grace is sufficient for me and my weakness. And I thank you that you created me to cast these burdens on you. I I do not have the strength and I thank you that I don't have to. And what that does is it resets your mind and your body, your nervous system, everything to be in that position of gratitude, which is proven to change your brain chemistry, change your body, change everything. And so I want to end with oh my gosh, well, Megan, I don't know scripture like you or I don't know like how to just like whip that stuff out. Just start with what you do know. God's always gonna tell you, even if it's just, I love you, I love you. Hey, I love you, I love you. You're beautiful, you're doing a great job. You're doing better than you think you are. I love you. That might be what you hear at first. And guess what? You can take that as truth, Renounce the lies, and then give it to God and produce it with gratitude. Flip the script, you know. That's all simple. So acknowledge what does God say. Ask, think, write, and then give in gratitude. That's all you got to do. And so here's some scriptures that y'all can write down. Pause this and write them down because they're really, really amazing. I started crying when I was just reading these, prepping for this podcast because it meant so much to me and um, really, really hit me in the feels. So, okay. Here are some scriptures. Second Timothy one nine, who saved us and called us to a holy calling, not because of our works. Ha ha ha. How many of us think it is? But because of his own purpose, purpose for your life and grace, which he gave to us in Christ Jesus before the ages began. <sighs> so before God even created Adam and Eve, before He created the earth, before He created, you know, Jesus on earth, before He created you. He already had a purpose for your life and he already had given you grace for every single mistake that you would even make, even though you haven't made it yet. <sighs> Woo! That'll get you. I mean, holy cow. Like, sorry, other people's fake gods. You can't compete, boo. <laughs> okay, next. So it's 2 Timothy 1 9. Next, 2 Corinthians 8 7. Ooh, but as you excel in anything, where my hustling pageant girls at? As you excel in everything, in faith, in speech, in knowledge, in all earnestness, that that's like, hello, a pageant girl, if you were to describe one. Faith, speech, knowledge, in all earnestness, and in our love, our love for you, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, have you ever read it like that? Our love for you, see that you excel in this act of grace also, an act of grace, it's a choice of grace. You have to, you can't earn it, but you got to choose to receive it. Ephesians 4, 7, but to each one of us, grace has been given as Christ apportioned it. He's like, oh, psh, 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 psh. money, 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 giving it all out to you. First John, or sorry, John 1, 14. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only son who came from the father full of grace and truth. Not just truth, not just grace, the power twins of both. Ephesians 1, 7. In him, we have redemption through his blood, died on the cross, totally paid for your sins, already redeemed you, so... Like, you didn't have to be nailed to the cross. He did. Let's receive it. The forgiveness of sins in accordance with the riches of God's grace. Riches. He's rich in grace. Not poor in grace. Not medium in grace. He's rich in grace. So freaking receive it. And all you gotta do to receive it is be like, mm, I receive it. Not. Ca- nope, not taking this anymore. I refuse to be crushed under this weight. Nope. Grace is a free gift. I couldn't earn it. I couldn't buy it. It's priceless. And the sacrifice was already made. So I'm gonna receive this in Jesus' name. Colossians 1 6 that is uh that has come to you in the same way the gospel is bearing fruit and growing throughout the whole world just as it has been doing among you since the day you heard it and truly understood God's grace so what does that mean you're going to start bearing fruit and growing as soon as you receive grace because you realize that you can't do it on your own God's gonna be able to grow you so much faster when you stop trying to do it all by yourself right Accept the helper which is one of the names of the Holy Spirit okay uh Acts twenty twenty four more However, I consider my life worth nothing to me. My only aim is to finish the race and complete the task that the Lord Jesus has given me. What's the task? The task of testifying to the good news of God's grace. Amazing. Not just your task to receive it, but to tell people about it. Once you've gotten free, you can't help but talk about it. 2 Corinthians twelve nine. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you. For my power is made perfect. When? and weakness. His power is not made perfect in you when you're perfect. His power is made perfect in you when you're feeling like crap. When you're like, I want to have a temper tantrum, or I did just have a temper tantrum. God, SOS, come rescue me. Another name for Jesus, the rescuer, because I feel like a piece of crap. Thank you very much. Free transaction, free 99. Okay. My power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast at all the more gladly of my weakness, not hide it, Boast it so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Now, boasting of it doesn't mean like (laughs) on Facebook. It means boast to God, be like, God, dude, totally need you to like be a ninety-nine because I feel like a one slash a negative ninety-nine right now. So like help, thank you. And boasting about it means being totally open and vulnerable. You know what I mean? Like people think they have to hide, hide all this stuff from God. I'm like, yo, I'm so over it. I'm about to lay on the floor and be like, Lord, Can you help please? Because I am a actual whole mess. Certifiable. So please make me not. Clean me up off the ground. Put me back together. Thank you very much. I love you. Bye. But also not bye. Because you're with me all the time. Okay. Hebrews Uh, 4.16. Did I finish that? Yeah, I did. Okay. Let us then approach the throne of grace with confidence. God's not scary. Confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need self-explanatory God's cool he's not scary he's not like hello God's like hi God talks to me so sarcastically it was it it's hilarious actually when I yeah that's a whole podcast probably like God's a real person I don't know if you knew that God's a real person and he has like a personality because he's a person and he's really really funny but maybe that's just because I like to laugh but God makes me laugh all the time like God is so sassy with me because I'm sassy and so he knows how he can talk to me and it's the best thing ever he's loving and sassy like in a funny way not in like a poking fun at me way but like actually really funny and it's the best thing ever okay um James 4 6 says, but he gives more grace. Therefore, it says God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. So just be humble. Just come to him and be like, I do not know the answer. I need help. Please help me, please. And God's awesome. He's like, yo, yes, thank you so much. Because when you turn your face away from him, I always say knowing somebody, like just seeing them from behind is different than seeing them face to face. Like it's harder to communicate when you have your back to somebody. So just open up to God and be like, dad, father, help. It might be kind of weird at first because maybe you didn't have a great relationship with your dad or your father. Or you're like, I don't even know what that means because like can't conceptualize but I promise when you turn to him, he's never going to reject you. He's never going to abandon you. And sometimes we have to work on, if we grew up with a preconceived notion that was wrong about who father God is, that might be really scary to you. But all you have to do is just say, God, I repent of thinking that you are this like stone cold version of a father, or maybe my father was stone cold, or maybe my father abandoned me, or maybe my father never loved me. That's not the same version as your heavenly father who created you and who chose you from the beginning of the world out of billions and billions of possibilities of you being created. He chose you and he's never going to abandon you. He'll never stop loving you. He'll never turn us back from you. He wants to talk to you all the time. He wants all of your attention. He loves you. He wants you to dance and spin and be girly and beautiful and feel beautiful in front of him. And sometimes it's our misconception because we're taking earthly men that have failed us and appropriating that onto what what and who god is and it's just not true so i just want to restore that in you today and i pray that over you that if you need to renounce partnering with a wrong version of a wrong um, perception of who god the father is i just give you the grace and god gives you the grace to release that today and we just pray that we restore right now and i declare over everybody listening that we'd restore the the proper and the true version of who God is, which is love. Just like we talked about in the beginning, it's love, it's comfort, it's peace, it's the helper, it's the mender of the breach, the restorer of the broken, um, the the um, lover of, of your brethren too. Like he brings you into his family. You know, you're his daughter. It says you're seated in heavenly places next to him. And if you're seated in heavenly places, he wants to be able to whisper to you and communicate with you. That's how close he wants to be with you. Not, to have to shout across the room you know or across from heaven to earth so I pray that over you today and I pray that you just take a moment just to restore the father um in your life and to repent of like I said just it, it's not like oh repent it's just it just means to turn just turn your perspective shift your perspective where it's just like okay God I don't have all the right words but you give me grace for not knowing the right words I come to you humbly and just being like yeah I realize I don't have it all together, but I accept you being the teacher and I'm willing and open for you to teach me like what to do and how to do this. And then if you want to reach out to me, of how to do this further. Um, I'd love to, we can book a session together and we can pray together and restore some of those things and make sure that you are back in proper alignment because it's going to restore so many other areas of your life. You guys, I can't even tell you. Um, and some of us have problems with father God. Some of us have problems with Jesus and some people have problems with Holy spirit and it's reflective of usually your father, mother, or siblings or friendships that have potentially hurt you. Um, Uh, whether on purpose or not on purpose. And so we can restore all those things. And it's amazing. And God has freedom for every single one of you. Um, So I know this is a little bit different than our typical pageant um, podcast, but I I appreciate each of you allowing me to speak into your life in that way because I wanna get you free and healthy because when you're free and healthy, you're a lot better leader and you're a a lot easier person to be around. And even within yourself, um, it's easier for you to hang out with yourself and love yourself. So anyways, love you guys so much. We'll see you next week on the podcast. And that's it for today. Bye. Hey guys, Coach Megan here, and thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Powerhouse Podcast. We're so honored to have you wherever you are near or far away from the great metropolis of Omaha, Nebraska, where we are from. We are so proud to be your virtual coaches. If you could just share this with a friend that you feel like needs to hear this today, give us a five-star review if you haven't already, and click that link below in our show notes. We promise we are the nicest people. We are the nicest people, we promise, and we'd love to meet you, and we'd love to to figure out if you're a good fit for our programs or make a suggestion for a different coach, different consultant, different person that's a professional in their field that can help you. The reason why we do it this way, actually, because a lot of people ask is because we want to help you practice the elements of being a great title holder from the very beginning. And one of those things is vulnerability. One of those things is being a self-starter. One of those things is being able to reach out and cold email, cold call, cold DM somebody that you don't know because of the potential opportunity on the other side of things. When I was Miss Nebraska and Miss Nebraska USA, just letting y'all know that's how you get media. That's how you get appearances. That's how you get sponsors is being willing to put yourself out there. And so, we want to help you practice that from the very beginning, learn more about you and discover um, if we can help you and we'll point you in the right direction for one of our services programs and the right coach for you. Otherwise, we will absolutely make a best suggestion for you in a different direction. So at the end of the day, we're not territorial about needing to coach every person in the world. We just want you to find your right fit so that you can make your dreams come true and unlock the winner within you. Anyways, just wanted to encourage you guys in that today. Again, leave us a review, DM us um, on Instagram at any of our handles and with that we'll see you guys next week